It was all Mabel. <laughs> Thanks, though. <laughs> well, actually, Mabel, you had a really, really great point about them that I want you to speak to. That um, you were you were saying a point basically about how you feel like she might be relying on kind of her network to help her make decisions about mm-hmm. the relationship rather than her making decisions about the relationship. Do you want to just kind of expand on that? Yeah, um, so I'm a person who really goes to my friends and family a lot and those who I trust a lot for advice, admire their opinions. But something I noticed with Rachel when she's talking about Jose, because they've get, they've been through like so many, I don't know, just, just messes. I'm, I've been, that's the word of the day for me. But, <laughs> <laughs> but like, because they've been through so many of them, she's kind of coming to the point of should I continue to be with him anymore but it seems to me that she's taking a what do what do all my family and friends think approach and he needs to convince them before I decide if I want to be with him versus this is our relationship and we have to rebuild and yes family and friends also like bring along for the ride but they're not going to believe it if you don't believe it first. And so at the core of your relationship, Rachel and Jose need to work on things and (laughs) get that foundation first Yeah. so that then that's what you take to your friends and family to say, hey, this is actually what we've worked through. And this is like, because that's what they're looking for. They're looking for someone who's going to compliment you and support you and, and be your cheerleader and be your support system. But if they're not seeing that, obviously they're not going to be on board. But how mm-hmm. are they going to somehow believe that you two should be together if he's trying to convince your friend first because they, like, Jose took a, I don't know, the two girls. I can't remember the names. But he took them out to, like, talk about things and kind of win them over a little bit. But it's like, wait a second, got to win over Rachel first because that's who the friends care about. And um, the second piece I wanted to say about that is, Friends and family. Um, they don't know what they're talking about. Well, <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay, we're going there. All right. More like, more like people on the outside, when they smell fear, they're they're gonna come chomp. <laughs> they're like, mm, wait a second, wait a second, something's not right there. Like, like <laughs> they can sense that they're gonna grab onto that, and they know. Yeah. And yeah. you can't fool them. So, yeah. Rachel, who are you trying to fool? <laughs> Excellent, excellent point. I think that's that's very, like, I think you kind of went to the core of what's happening there. Because I think this is something that is what folks have to learn the hard way is that no one else can tell you who you are. Mm-hmm. Like you have to, you're the only person in the whole wide world who yeah. can answer that question. And mm-hmm. same to you're the only person that can tell yourself and others what you want. And so looking like there's obviously a time and place to ask other people for their opinions and get other perspectives and all this kind of a thing. But when you go there first and then wait for that response before you then check in with yourself, you're really just crowdsourcing things that you should be deciding on for yourself. Mm -hmm. And it's that like, that gut instinct, it's that in- intuition, it's just being really, really, really brutally honest with yourself, even just in your own head, and it's not yeah. things you say out loud. 
you know most of the time how you feel about something what the the fear that comes from that is how are other people going to react if i do x y and z then you know this is a whole thing Mm -hmm. it weirdly reminds me of this one like storyline in the office where um there was like some i don't remember the specifics of it but basically there was some insinuation that uh, Andy Bernard, his character, was gay, and he starts freaking out, and he starts asking everybody else, like, do you think I'm gay? Like, do you have good gaydar? And he he just kept asking anyone oh, around no. him, am I, like, I, I don't think I am, but maybe, and, like, obviously, he's the only person in the whole wide world <laughs> who could tell everyone else if he's gay or not, right? Like, no one else could answer that question, but he just kept asking everyone else, and finally... I think it was Michael was just like, no, man, you're not gay. And he was just like, oh, thank God. Like, he was so he was so relieved. <laughs> and like that feels a little bit like what's going on here. Where Rachel's like, is this the right relationship? Is it? Is it? Is it? And she just wants someone to like very firmly say yes or no so that she can feel like that's the answer. But mm-hmm. it's her. She's the only one that can say if this is good for yeah. her or not because she's the one that's living it. And she's the one that's there with him. And no one else has as much information as she does. So yeah. unfortunately that's uh, that has to be with her at the end of the day. That's that's hilarious. And it's like, oh, thank you. Oh, I thought I was like, for a wait, moment there. I... It's like, <laughs> you... And then like, Mabel, to your point about, it almost feels like, like it's like your, I don't know, your defense attorney being like, I think this is gonna keep you out of jail. It's like, no, I need you to like, or like your doctor being like, I think this is your liver. Like, no, I need you to know this. <laughs> I don't, I can't have you, like, not sure. Do you think part of that, though, she's doing that because she already feels one way and she's just looking for people to give her the answer she wants to hear? Mm. I personally think so, yeah. Interesting. I personally think so. I actually think it's, um, she is already checked out and she doesn't want to be with him, but she's already married to him and she's already put in this work. And if he can convince her family and her friends that he's changed maybe she'll consider it too and convince herself that this should work but i don't think that she wants to be in it i think she's trying to be convinced that she should be in it yeah because like on paper he he has everything right i think that might be it too where Mm -hmm. say what you want to say about the season i think on paper everyone looks fantastic of course that's Mm -hmm. not how it actually works but like he's stable and he is a good guy and like yeah yeah, he has an anger issue but he always apologizes like i could see why you could like talk yourself into that but like do you like his face or not like i feel like it's just that simple like when you look (laughs) at his face do you say "Ooh," or do you look at this and go "Eh." and like if you're feeling "Eh," about it it's probably not what do one. you um, harp on his like shave about? Like, what does he do with his mustache? His, his beard? Oh, like this is yeah. just his lips. Like it feels like <laughs> someone glued lips to like a a fur thing. Like I don't. Like he just needs to clear a little bit of space below oh. his his the bottom lip because it's just all hair. Like I get it. I could I could grow all the way up to here. It looks weird. It looks weird. You gotta sh- you gotta clean it up a little. It just it just does. Agu's gonna be in Jose's DMs like, right. "Man, fix your beard." <laughs> <laughs> oh. oh my god. Yeah, 
I mean, I think, honestly, the biggest thing that Rachel has seen in Jose is just his anger. Mm-hmm. And that's the thing. I think everything else she could work around. I think that's what I am picking up on is her hesitance mm-hmm. because she's seen... I mean, we have, we've seen a bit of that, right? When he locked her out and obviously we can like watch the video of that and how he reacted, how he treated her, how he talked to her, whatever happened when they were trying to move in, you know, we're never going to see that. We can only get their accounts of it, but uh, it sounds like it was pretty bad. You know, it sounds like it was a pretty tense situation. And um, I mean, I think there's something to be said for what it's like to see someone when they're really furious and how that, how they carry that emotion. And even all the experts kept calling him out over and over about how you've got an anger potential problem here that is really important that you be aware of and work on. And I could understand her hesitance about that because she doesn't, know him really that well even with the the little time that they've spent together but to like that's one thing if that's just like a friend of yours but if that's the person that you're living with and you're like committing to that's a big ask to feel like this is it, it kind of feels like it's this little like time bomb in the house at all times where it's like it could be next week it could be three years from now but this is going to go off again and what does that mean like i don't think that feels to me, that wouldn't feel safe yeah. at all to know that that's your could be on the receiving end of that. It's just a matter of time. She's like the female version of, of Zach and of Zach. Like you just feel unsafe. Yeah. Like and even though it seems like he's been trying to like show that that wasn't him. But I get it. Like that was terrifying. Like just the way he was swearing at her and get the fuck out. And it just... That was terrible. That's hard to trust that person at that point. It's like 10 years later, you're going to be like looking for that to like come back out. It's just. Mm -hmm. I believe that once I already showed you who they are, believe them. Yep. And it's hard to leave it at that, right? Because you can maybe see from her perspective, if 99% of Jose has been good to that point, but then that 1% was like really, really nasty to her. It's hard to just say that 1% was enough. I'm, I'm done. And then discount all the rest of it. Like, that's hard. That would be very hard to walk away from and feel okay about it. Right. I think most of the people in the show, I'm like, oh, I know how I'd behave. I think hers is the hardest one. I don't I don't know how I would be in her situation. Because yeah. I just, it's like you said, it's he, is, he does everything right besides mm-hmm. that. Like, the way he was talking on the show and uh, him quote-unquote fighting to get her back i have feelings on that i I don't like that but i appreciate that he's trying to do that and if i was on the receiving side of that where like i'm sure he's like sending flowers all the time and calling and like how's your mom like just he's trying to be like the perfect gentleman but then you still remember him blocking you out of your it's just i don't know Mm -hmm. i don't know yeah they're going to be like on again, off again for like 20 years, basically, is what I'm feels saying. Like. Yeah. It, it reminds me of the old apartment I used to live in. There was <laughs> this weird, this is going to seem like a very weird detour, but just hang with me. Yeah. There was, oh, you know what I'm going to say? Uh-huh. There was this one little like 
tack strip in between where the hallway was and where the bathroom was. So it went from carpet to the linoleum tile. And they didn't put a cap between the two of those. So if you actually stepped on that seam, you would get like poked on your foot and it hurt real bad. But it would only happen if you like weren't paying attention or if you just tripped or something. But like, I mean, I, I was renting. It was not something that I was going to fix. And so I just stepped over it. But I always knew it was there. I was very aware of it at all times. And like, if I wasn't careful, then all of a sudden it would hit me and it would hurt really bad. And I'd be very upset. That That's what it, I think it, I would compare that relationship to. Where it's like, most of the time it's fine if you're aware of it and you try to avoid it. But it's going to get you sometimes. <laughs> it's like, you don't yeah. know when. And it's going to come out of nowhere and it's going to surprise you. <laughs> so like... Yeah. What do we do about that? <laughs> That's a great analogy. I didn't think you were going to go that way. My, I what you have thought said, I was going to talk about? I thought you were going to talk about your neighbors, but oh, they, yeah, they were pretty volatile as well. They, <laughs> a yeah. lot of fights in the hallway that we shared, and then Agu was like waiting to leave. I was like, "Do you want to go out the back? Like, how do we do this?" <laughs> like yelling, screaming, really like, bad. like just not like. Like, there's a difference between fighting with your partner and then, like, fighting to, like, straight up hurt the person. Like, you're not even trying to deal with the situation. You're just trying to, like, yep. win. It was bad. Oh, sorry. I was saying the fight to win is kind of what Jose does. Yeah. <laughs> Analogy is perfect. It's like, it's there. I just, like, one day I'm going to, like, be a little tipsy and trying to go to the bathroom and step on this tap. I'm going to be mad. Mm-hmm. I mean, that seems kind of scary, though. Like, you can get tetanus. i'm surprised i didn't i stepped out a tax strip once in a house that we were looking at to buy and that was bad too i'm up to date on my tetanus so i'm all good but literally in the basement of the house it was pretty bad (laughs) oh i wanted that house too they are on a double lot and they had a pool in the backyard we still put in an offer even though the house tried to give you tetanus (laughs) i was like that's something i can fix okay i can (laughs) I can fix this. I can In fix this him, economy? 